The next Batman game and more coming up on today's episode of the latest in tech news. Hey, Gadgeteer, you're just in time for the latest episode of the world's only three-in-one show on tech, gadgets, and gaming news. That's right, this is the latest in tech news. My name is Taylor American. If you're new here, hit that follow and subscribe button right now so that you don't miss out on the latest. Um, and uh, if you're a long-time listener or you tuned into yesterday's show and you went, Hey, yesterday's show was fine. What are you talking about? You didn't have any audio for the intro and outro and and the segue in between articles and segments. Uh, What are you talking about? I heard it fine on a podcast and a video. Well, that's because apparently you didn't want to tell me on the live stream that we have on twitch.tv slash technewsgadget every weekday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time that, yes, it was still going to pick up that audio for the intro and everything else for the recording but not for the live stream. So, sorry if it got flip-flopped yesterday. Uh, Sorry, not sorry. I don't know. Technology. Blame technology, okay? Technology sometimes work, but technology sometimes stupid. Or maybe mostly stupid. Sometimes smart. I don't know. Um, remains to be seen. Eye of the beholder, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> If you're watching in the live show yesterday... You probably missed all the cool sound effects that went along with the show normally, but if you were listening to podcast or watched via YouTube, you're probably like, what, everything fine worked for me. All right, anyways, we got stories and articles lined up for today, starting with our feature story, the next Batman game. Um, Currently, right now, the uh, greatest internet debate is going down of all time. In terms of what is the next Batman game going to be? Is it going to be called officially uh, Gotham Knights? Or is it going to be called Batman Court of Owls? I don't know. But uh, seeing as how the teasers that they've been dropping, and they've dropped at least three of them by this point, as of the recording right now today, um, it's leading more and more into the Court of Owls territory and if you're not learned and caught up on your comic books your tv episodes the animated series of batman it just went right over your head i guarantee you it was teased in arkham series at some point um depending on portions of the missions that you're doing or or, or side missions so it is there but it's very prevalent in the comic books and it's very prevalent in animated series so We'll be digging into that if that is indeed where this next game is headed. And the secrets and teasers that they've been dropping seem to indicate that. Uh, We'll also be taking a look at, well, Microsoft deciding to end, once and for all, Internet Explorer. Thank goodness. Uh, Although I'm wondering if this is like the official, official one, because I remember mentioning it before. But now I think it's official, because like when you kill the support for it, it's basically like pulling the plug off of life support and then Internet Explorer finally dies and Microsoft can finally redeem itself somehow in the hopes of the internet community by saying, look guys, we finally pulled the plug on the most hated browser of all time. And a little bit too late. Anyways, we'll also be taking a look at Epic using its playbook for Fortnite events against Apple and Google and it's just getting started. 
This is going to be one wild and crazy ride. On the back end of things, Apple also has an antitrust lawsuit brought against it by Spotify. So its music streaming service is now being impacted. Oh, man, if it isn't just one thing with Apple, it's another. So I I love the competition going on. But we'll be talking about Epic more and and, and mainly what they've been doing now. We'll also be talking about Call of Duty Warzone's underbarrel shotgun seems broken. But don't worry. If the fix hasn't already been introduced, it will be very shortly. So um, <laughs> I actually tried it out myself yesterday in a couple of games. It was nasty. It was actually quite entertaining. Um, For once, I actually had fun playing the game. Like, yeah, I could one-shot you totally. Instead of me getting one-shot all the time trying to figure out what in the world happened. I mean, I'm not that bad of a player. I'm decent at, at best. But why do I always have to die? You know, now it felt good. You know, I have to unbarrel shotgun and then popping people and being like, yeah, what now? What now? You know, I'm actually... <laughs> Short-lived, I know, but, you know, satisfying nonetheless. And finally, we'll be taking a look at, uh, well, Minecraft ripping off another mod and giving it no credit. I'm talking about the Jurassic World DLC trailer that they dropped today on YouTube. We'll be looking at the trailer a little bit. I can't show all of it, but I will have the links for it in the show notes if you want to watch the full thing. And I'm going to rant about my- Minecraft and Microsoft a little bit. Um, <clears throat> what's new? Uh, <laughs> with that said, let's head on over to today's feature article. Okie dokie, so Batman the Court of Owls Explained. You see, for those of you new and those of you well-versed in all things DC, Batman has a well-known and timeless gallery of villains, but one of his more recent adversaries poses one of the greatest threats to Gotham City. The merciless group is known only as the Court of Owls, a secret society with comic origins revealed in the pages of the new 52 relaunch in 2011. In fact, they're so secret, you might not even know who they are. When Batman downed the, co- downed the cowl under the guidance of the creative team of Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, a team that would quickly be considered one of the best ever to take on a Cape Crusader, the ruthless cabal proved to be a match for the Dark Knight, with the news that WB Montreal's Batman video game will finally be revealed at DC FanDome this weekend and may pit the player against the sinister secret society, let's get to know this dangerous foe and formidable addition to Batman's rogues gallery. And uh we got images to go along with it. As you can see here, he's um duking it out. Bingo. Yep, yep, pretty good. So, spoilers follow, read or listen or watch at your own risk. But uh, I I have a feeling that this will set a good foundation or framework for maybe what to expect from the next game coming out um, later this year or at least announced this weekend. But what is the Court of Owls? Well, the Court of Owls has long been legend in Gotham City. Beware the Court of Owls began a local nursery rhyme that watches all the time, ruling Gotham from a shadowed perch behind granite and lime. When Bruce Wayne was placed in a crosshairs of an assassination plot, he learned that the court and its assassins are very real. Uh, Some of Gotham's wealthiest and most well-connected families make up the Court of Owls. For centuries, they used their power and influence to turn the tides of politics and control the city according to their designs, often resorting to the use of highly trained assassins called Talons 
to achieve their nefarious goals. The Wayne family was one of the Cabal's long-standing rivals. Alan Wayne, one of the city's builders, and Bruce's great-great-grandfather was plagued by the Court of Owls until they tortured him to death in 1922. As a boy, Bruce himself had heeded the legend and suspected the court having a hand in his parents' death, believing that their murder was a bit too random to be mere coincidence. In many ways, it was my first case as a detective, he told Dick Grayson. Bruce found no trace of them or their involvement in Wayne's death. He sporadically looked into society as he honed his skills as an adult, but the court eluded his sight until he became a target himself. Um, yeah. Kind of interesting. Uh, the story then continues on. I'm not going to read all about it, but I do go over the Court of Owls' origin. Uh, notable members of the Court of Owls. Um, and then powers and abilities. I'll read about that a little bit. Not only were the Court of Owls' assassins the talents strong enough to take on Batman and even some of his enemies in the Night of the Owls tie-in issues, they were able to return from mortal wounds and death itself thanks to a chemical compound that gave them meta-human regenerative abilities. The judgment to bring them back into service was made by the court, who would awaken the assassins when the need arose to help them reclaim their power in Gotham City. Talents were also skilled combatants, stealthy and lethal. They wielded claw-like blades as their signature weapons to pierce their target in specific parts of the body to make their death as painful as possible. Um, now keep in mind, the Court of Owls in TV and video games, well... If you've been watching any TV shows or, or movies or anything, they've kind of had mentions. Um, so I'm just going to wrap it up here by saying the Court of Owls most notably made an appearance in a television series, Gotham, where they worked their machinations behind the scenes until rising to the forefront in the series' third season. Um, the court has also made a brief appearance in the form of a talent assassin in 2018's Lego DC Supervillains, and then in 2015 animated film Batman vs. Robin introduced the Court of Owls and Talon as Batman explored the idea of the shadowy group behind the death of his parents. The film is loosely based on the story of the comics, pitting Bruce and Damien against each other as they clash over their different personalities and crime-fighting philosophies. They triumph over the Court of Owls and their undead assassins, although Damien was left questioning who he is and how he fits into his father's white life. But how does it fit into the next Batman game? Well, Scott Snyder himself teased the first line of the nursery rhyme, Beware the Court of Owls, and the tagline, capture the night. It's not that much of a stretch to guess that the Secret Society will be playing a role in the next Batman game. Whether it's the shadowy group themselves, or the assassins they unleash, Batman will certainly have a lot to contend with in his next battle to save Gotham City. And I, for one, after reading that, am now very interested in what's happening this weekend. What is the game that is coming out? I mean, I know that it's going to be the Suicide Squad, um, kill the justice league that seems kind of interesting i'll be keeping an eye on that but then the next batman game oh man if you guys can make something to top arkham knight i will be impressed or or, or like a nice tie-in leading into the next one or or you could just go off on your own little angle or story I'd be, I'd be fine with either one i like batman games i enjoy it i enjoyed the first arkham game the second third all of them um i'm, I'm a very um happy fan 
is what I could say. I'm happy enough that I actually bought an exclusive PlayStation 4 limited edition um, Arkham Batman console. So that's how committed I am to it. So are you guys looking forward to the next Batman game? Any more interesting tidbits you have to share? Thoughts you uh, are wondering? Be sure to let me know down in the comment section if you're watching via YouTube. If you're watching via the live chat, be sure to let me know there. Otherwise, we are at Tech News Gadget on Twitter. All right, moving on to our next article. And yes, if you are interested, you can actually see the video of the old, decrepit, ancient-looking browser called Internet Explorer that, for some odd reason, came up from the depths. And I don't even—it pains me to even look at it. Um, but if you want to see what I'm looking at, head on over to youtubecom gadget and uh, you can watch today's show for yourself and um, kind of, I don't know, agree with me to say, yeah, that was pretty bad, or, or disagree with me and say, no, that was the best browser of all time. What are you talking about? Eh, whatever. Microsoft, meanwhile, drives another nail in the coffin of its most hated product. Um, from CNN, Internet Explorer is so reviled, even Microsoft is turning its back on it. Microsoft announced this week that its workplace chat software Teams will no longer be available on Internet Explorer as of November 30th, and its 365 apps, including Office products, won't work on IE beginning August 17th, 2021. It's a momentous decision that adds yet another nail in the coffin of one of the most hated software products of all time, but... Internet Explorer isn't going away just yet. We're going to have to sit here with its lingering, torturous browser for a little while longer. You see, Internet Explorer is miraculously still around after 25 years. Once the most used web browser, Internet Explorer has been on a steady downward trend for years. Its share of the market browser uh, browser market, sorry, fell below the 50% threshold in 2010 and now sits at about 4%, according to browser usage tracker net market share. Google's Chrome is currently the browser leader, commanding a 71% share of the market. And then they just drop into the history and basically say Microsoft failed to innovate, leaving Internet Explorer 6 in the dust. And, uh, well, um, yeah, and it just broke it. And then Firefox came back, and then Chrome came out and surpassed everything. And then they realized in 2011 that uh, um, Internet Explorer 9 should probably be more modern, but it still doesn't work great. But, uh, yeah. Um, they did say that it's not going away just yet. We want to be clear that Internet Explorer 11 isn't going away and that our customers' own legacy Internet Explorer 11 apps and investments will continue to work. But the company noted that its latest version of the Edge browser supports web apps built for Internet Explorer, so customers don't have to keep switching between browsers. Maybe Internet Explorer won't last forever after all, and for you remaining 4% still hanging pointlessly on to Internet Explorer, please switch over to Edge so we can just end the fiasco that's Internet Explorer, and then we can just move on to better and greener pastures and just let Internet Explorer go. Just let it go, okay? Microsoft says, Edge is our new browser. Go with that. Just let it go. Like like in Frozen, let it go. Um, please, please make it end. <laughs> okay. 
Switching it up to a little bit more interesting news. Um, continuing from the events uh, that unfolded over the weekend and the ad that was dropped that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Epic is using its playbook for Fortnite events against Apple and Google. They certainly know how to make a spectacle, don't they? And speaking of a spectacle, um, if you want to watch me make a spectacle of myself, uh, tune in weekdays, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time to our Twitch live stream over at twitch.tv slash technewsgadget. And uh, you'll watch the show recorded live. You'll uh, hang out afterwards for any remaining um, news of the day or or, or uh, chat that happens to be going on afterwards. Um, I'd, I'd say it was lively, but uh, we still have yet to get a live audience. But um, <clears throat> let me stress the importance of watching the show live at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time weekdays. You get to hear the news of the day at the end of the day. And then you don't have to wait for a couple hours afterward for me to edit the show, put it all together, put the show notes together, upload it to YouTube, upload it to the podcast uh, apps, and then uh, add the show notes to technewsgadget.net for you guys to enjoy then the following day. That's mainly the only reason why you'd want to tune in live is so that you could actually see and hear what's going on for the day and the entertainment factor of me making a spectacle of myself. So that that was the whole tie in there. Um, I broke my mouse. Um, it hasn't broken it completely yet, but uh, it's threatening to. Anyways, um, can you tell him star for attention? Please help me. Um, moving into the article from The Verge. Epic Games took on Apple and Google in a very public way last week to protest what it believes are monopolistic Apple Store policies. But Epic was already prepared for the fight, in part because it knows how to make a spectacle. Having already pulled off massive in-game events like the appearance of a giant rolling cube and a volcano eruption, the studio applied tactics it has perfected to hype those events in its disputes with two of tech's biggest companies. Now, if you haven't experienced one of those Fortnite events, they're quite enormous. I was actually there for a couple live ones. Last summer, a towering robot and giant kaiju monster fought in a cross-island showdown, and that was pretty fun. Um, In June, a mysterious device teleported players between realities and eventually turned the ever-threatening storm into a huge wall of water. The most famous event sucked the entire world into a black hole for nearly two days. Millions of people tuned in. Um, The first Travis Scott Fortnite concert in April had more than 12 million attendees, according to Epic. Now, while all the events have been exciting, weren't always easy to watch. For some of their first events, such as a rocket launch in June of 2018, other players could kill you while you're trying to watch the spectacle. But for some time now, Epic has activated a special mode just for events, advises players to join early, and turns off shooting while the show is taking place. And a new violence-free party royale mode has given Epic the opportunity to try out events on a different kind of scale, like concerts, um, viewings of a TV show, and airings of Christopher Nolan movies, so that's been interesting. But Epic typically puts a lot of effort into hyping events by plastering notices in-game and on social media to let players know that something is coming up. And when the events do happen, they kick off at the exact same time for everyone of Fortnite's millions of players on every platform Fortnite runs on, which includes the PlayStation 4, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, PC, Mac, and for now, iOS and Android. That time spent honing its marketing for in-game events all led up 
to last week. You see, Epic used everything it knows about how to get millions of people to show up to its events to pull off Fortnite's biggest event yet, Showdown with Apple and Google. It all started when Epic published a blog post on Thursday morning announcing a permanent 20% price drop on V-Bucks. For mobile players, though, there's a slight difference. Epic allowed you to buy V-Bucks at the newer, cheaper rate by going through its own payment system, or you could use Apple and Google's payment systems to get them at a higher price. And then Apple stepped in and Google stepped in and went, wait, 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 hang on a second. You guys can't do that. Ooh, got the big red button here. We're going to ban, ban. You can't do that. Um, and then 29 minutes after that, Epic announced that it was suing Apple and linked directly to the legal papers in a tweet from the main Fortnite Twitter account, which has more than 11 million followers. Shortly prior to that, they released a 1980 Fortnite short that clearly looked to parody Apple's famous 1984 ad. Oh, it's hilarious. I, I couldn't stop laughing. The precise timing of the video and the lawsuit showed that Epic had been prepared for this exact moment. And the fact that the short would premiere in Party Royale meant that there shouldn't be anywhere for players to be killed while watching it. Epic made sure players were aware of the short, too. Uh, a bunch of people hopped in um, prior. And, uh, yeah, um, it was only 48 seconds long. Um... Reading along, the short concluded with a hashtag, hashtag free Fortnite, which Epic then used as the title of a blog post that they then explained for um, what was going on. Uh, in the post, Epic noted that iOS players currently won't be able to play the game's upcoming next season, which will likely be packed with significant updates, and called on players to join the fight against the App Store on social media with free Fortnite. Epic then put the 1989 short uh or 1980 fortnite short on its loop on twitter twitch and youtube channels um (laughs) um, but they played it on repeat to rally support for its called cause while this was a detailed and well-planned campaign against apple epic used many of these tactics just a week earlier to promote the addition of drivable cars to fortnite um but yeah uh, while the conflict with Apple is continuing to escalate, Apple has threatened to pull Epic's access to developer tools by August 28th, unless the studio makes changes to Fortnite. Um, there hasn't been a follow-up video or a new in-game event just yet, but a large part of Fortnite's success is consistent creativity Epic is bringing to the game. So perhaps Epic, knowing that they are Epic, uh, they're going to definitely have more up their sleeve to put the pressure on Apple. Um and I guess the uh, author wanted to note, um, if you're reading this epic, I'll give you one idea. Release a skin for the Apple Man. Do you guys agree? Let me know. Um, I'd actually be down for that. That'd be kind of interesting. Free Fortnite. Yes, I go. <laughs> I have my own ideas on that. But yeah, I love it. It's it's hilarious. Like, epic knows how to do events. That much guaranteed. Um, so yeah, if you're on iOS... Uh, or or uh, play Fortnite on your smartphone. You, I think you understand the frustration. Um, but we're gonna see where this is gonna go. And I kind of, I'm I'm interested to see where this is going to go. I, I said that at the start. I've said it prior. Um, but yeah, time for a shakeup. Uh, and time for something new to happen. Uh, some 
something needs to change. I'm looking forward to that change. It's it's all in good competition, guys. It's I, I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna be like, "What? Well, you don't get it? You Apple, and Epic, and Google? And you're all yelling at each other and stuff. Why can't you all just get along?" Well, because if everybody got along, there'd be no reason to have any friendly competition, any rivalry, any reason to be creative, make something new, progress technology further. We'd still be stuck with the Microsoft Zune and the old iPod, for crying out loud, if we didn't have competition. That's just how things work. That's why technology is always changing, evolving, improving, getting better. Is because of the competition, because of the rivalries, because of the creativity. It's a good thing. From not only a business standpoint, from but from a technology standpoint, do you guys still want dial-up internet? I bet most of you don't even know what that is. And for those of you who do, who are part of that generation like I am, um, we don't like dial-up internet. We are so happy we don't have to worry about listening to that dial tone anymore about megabit internet, guys. You have no idea how long we had to wait for pages to load. It was painful i basically stabbed my eyes out with the fork that's what it felt like so it would have never improved had technology not improved companies gotten better things moved along the gears of progress so um this is what i'm looking forward to i can't wait to see what happens can you tell all right, um, on to some fun piece of news i actually saw huskers doing this i saw dr disrespect testing this out it, you know, they weren't doing anything wrong i didn't do anything wrong i hopped on and i played a couple games myself but apparently there's a bug in call of duty Warzone. um depending on when you're listening to this it may have been patched already or very shortly will be um if you have had a shot at it the one shot that you got what did you think let me know i for one, enjoyed it. I liked the fact that I could finally get some satisfaction out of a one-shot kill in Warzone, as short-lived as it is. But let's read. Um, <laughs> they got a video that goes along with it, but uh, Call of Duty's Warzone and Modern Warfare's fifth season is underway, and players have discovered a potential oversight. The new season increased the range for the FR. 556 rifle and at least one youtuber thinks it may have broken another aspect off the gun that being the underbarrel shotgun attachment in call of duty warzone players can attach underbarrel shotguns to some of their weapons allowing them to swap to a short range weapon very quickly without taking up a second weapon slot according to the exclusive ace uh, the FR-556's underbarrel shotgun is normally a 2-3 shot kill, not as potent as the average shotgun, but since the patch, for some odd reason, it can kill in a single shot from up to long range. Um, and then they showed um, a video uh, against a fully armored opponent 15 meters away. One shot kill. It isn't a simple buff to all underbarrel shotguns. This only works with the FR-556. Like the exclusive Ace says, it's very unlikely this buff is intentional. This causes some serious problems for Warzone players as shotguns aren't usually that effective at that range. And certainly not when it's a detachment instead of a real shotgun. Um, the attachment obviously started to gain popularity since Season 5's patch with streamers like Huskers using it to eliminate an entire squad at once 
which to watch live was entertaining to say the least. Um, in a comment thread about the video on the Warzone subreddit, user uh, Metalhead4 also claims to have used it to cause some chaos. Yeah, I just wiped a squad of three very easily with it. One tapped each of them. Use it while you can. It's like the only time a shotgun has ever been real in this game. Um, there are some upsides to the bug, like how the FR-556 isn't too useful in Warzone, and that you can't resupply the underbarrel shotgun with standard shotgun ammo. You either have to go to a loadout, or you need a munitions um, uh, drop to pick up and then drop to resupply. Um, but it uh, looks like Infinity Ward has confirmed if it's a bug, but we're still waiting to hear back on that. Um, at least Polygon is. I think a bunch of people are, but we're probably figuring it's not going to be around for too much longer before it's patched. And uh, indeed, they'll be updating the story when there is a response, or likely we'll be hearing in some other way in short matter. Um, so yeah, have you guys had a shot at it yet? What'd you think? Let me know. We are at uh, Tech News Gadget on Twitter, or you can just drop a comment on our YouTube video. All right. The final story that we have for today is a YouTube video, and I'm only going to play a little bit of it. Um, let's watch the video here. What the? Dinosaurs? Jurassic World? Yes, um, that's the next DLC that's been announced for Minecraft. You're probably like, where does Minecraft stuff come from? Well, <laughs> I've talked about Minecraft in the past. It's not too out there, um, but I had to... I had to show it just for the fact that I wanted to rant a little bit about it. The Jurassic World DLC for Minecraft will let players create their own dinosaurs, build exhibits, and manage the operations of their own dinosaur theme park. And as you can see right here, there's a theme park to go along with it, including dinosaurs. Whoopee! Just give the kids more reasons to just keep playing Minecraft, and PewDiePie's server will grow, and there'll be more 12-year-olds playing than ever before, and then we'll all like playing Minecraft, and we'll sing Kumbaya, it'll be great. Thanks, Microsoft. Actually, thanks, Notch, for selling it out, buying an island. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, I, I, the main reason I wanted to show this is because of the first comment. The first comment on this video is, I feel so bad for all the people who worked hard on the Jurassic Craft mod. Yes. Yes. Minecraft, Microsoft. Don't ever forget who made you famous. Who your community was, what they did, because this is what you do. This is what you do. You rip it off and you pull it off as your own DLC. The amount of people who spent time and money creating mods and maps and game modes and everything get very little credit. Apparently, Minecraft will just run off with whatever ideas it's got and, and steal it off as it is its own, as um, they've always been wont to do, but uh, Microsoft is really good at ripping off ideas. Um, this isn't the first time they've done it, but uh, yeah. <sighs> Thank you, Jurassic Craft, for bringing the uh, mod to our attention, for putting all the hard work and effort in. Appreciate your guys' hard work, your, your, your um, inspiration, your creativity, your forward thinking, to actually have 
Minecraft, then down the line go, oh, you want to know what would be great is if we had a DLC where it could be like Jurassic World. That would be awesome, and it could have dinosaurs and all this other cool stuff and whatnot, and yeah. And they'll just say, yeah, we thought it is all by ourselves, guys. Yeah, it is. The, the code wasn't pre-existing. We didn't rip anybody off. The creativity was all ours. The envisioning, the inspiration, uh, the bug testing, everything, the models, everything. Totally all our idea. Totally all original. Yeah, well. Minecraft, you, uh, you, you, you know. You know. That's all I'm going to say. Um, just give credit where credit's due. Um, that being Jurassic Craft. <laughs> that came many years before. Sorry. Uh, I just had to get that little bit of a rant out. Rant is now complete and over, but uh, I'm not going to be playing the full video. But I will have a link to it in the show notes at technewsgadget.net. All right, and with that being said, that wraps up this episode of The Lace and Tech News. Thanks for tuning in. New episodes every weekday, and if you want to tune in live 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on twitch.tv slash technewsgadget. You can watch the show recorded live. The latest in tech news can be found on every major platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, Overcast, and much, much more. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to let us know by clicking that like button and leaving a comment if you're watching via YouTube, and uh, leave us a review if you're listening to this on the podcast app of your choice. Also, double-check that you are subscribed so that you don't miss the next episode. I'm your host, Taylor American. Remember, for the latest in tech, gadget, and gaming news, visit technewsgadget.net. Pretty much, keep being awesome, guys, and I'll see you on the flip side.